The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Middle of the week, we have arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Wednesday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of Saints Andrew Kim Taigan, Paul Chong Hasang, and their companions, the Korean martyrs. The evangelization of Korea began during the 17th century through a group of laypersons. During the persecutions of the 19th century, 103 members of the Christian community gave their lives as martyrs. Outstanding among these in the faith were the first Korean priest and pastor, Andrew Kim Taigan, and the lay apostle, Paul Chong Hasang. Among the other martyrs, a few bishops and priests, but for the most part lay people, men and women, married and unmarried, children, young people, and the elderly. Saints Andrew Kim Taigan, Paul Chang Hasang, and companions, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for those persons living on the margins of society in inhumane life conditions. May they not be overlooked by institutions and never considered of lesser importance. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, and that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In Jesus' life, as we observe it in the Gospels, His harshest critics were the Pharisees. The Pharisees were Jews who held special authority among the Jewish people at that time. They interpreted the law and taught others how to apply it. And they tended to be quite rigorous. And with Jesus, with you, Lord we see that they're often trying to discredit you, to accuse you of breaking Jewish law. Common law that he was accused of violating was the law or laws regarding the Sabbath. To the point where we see that the Pharisees are so caught up in the smallest things that may violate the obligatory rest of the Sabbath that they neglect people and their needs. There was a paralytic 
who'd been ill for 38 years, and he's cured. Jesus cures him. And Jesus tells him to pick up his mat and walk. And the Pharisees totally overlook the fact that this man was just cured after 38 years. And they say, you shouldn't be carrying your mat. You're violating, you're, you're violating the law. And are not considerate at all of, of this man and the miracle that had taken place and the joy that this man must have. And so, that's just an example, right? But So with all this in mind, in the Gospel of today's Mass, we see Jesus speak to the Pharisees and to the, or about the critical spirit and manner in which they treated anyone whom they considered to threaten their authority or power. Jesus said, for John the Baptist came neither, eat, came neither eating food nor drinking wine. And you said, the Pharisees said, he is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. And you said, look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So whether it's John the Baptist, who is fasting all the time, or whether it's Jesus who knows how to enjoy a good meal with friends and people who are known as public sinners, according to the Pharisees, they're going to be critical of both because both, in different ways, threaten the authority of the Pharisees. They see them as a threat. And so they use the law in order to try to discredit St. John the Baptist, to discredit Jesus. Jesus, we are reminded by the Holy Spirit of the words that you will later say, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You're trying to teach the Pharisees mercy. You're trying to teach us mercy. You teach us the evil of sin, sin which we want to hate and want to reject in order to embrace your mercy, your merciful heart. And give us in turn, Lord, a merciful heart towards others. I want to read a, a paragraph by, by a spiritual author who happens to be a bishop. And he writes, The Pharisees compared the eating habits of John the Baptist, who fasted, and Jesus, who dined with sinners. In the carefully stratified society of Jesus' time, a righteous person would never associate with the unrighteous for fear of becoming unclean. But here is Jesus, scandalizing everyone because he does indeed break down those barriers. How would you feel if you saw me? Remember, he's a bishop. If you saw me socializing with prostitutes and drug dealers, eating and drinking with terrorists, would it shock you, dismay you, or disappoint you? But this is what Jesus did. Precisely because he is the incarnation of the God who aggressively seeks out the lost. God looks for us, comes running after us, never lets go, never relents, never gives up. The more we run, 
the more he runs after us. The more we hide, the more he looks. The more we resist, the more he persists. God loves sinners and associates with them. God loves you, who are a sinner, and associates with you. God loves me, who am a sinner, and he associates with me. We must be careful, because we can be like the Pharisees sometimes. So quick to judge the heart of others based on things we see them do. To, to be harsh in our hearts towards them. Sometimes people, or we, we may be among them, can be quick to criticize the Pope, or bishops, or others, because they may associate with someone that the Pharisees would refer to as a public sinner, or may objectively have, or be guilty of, of, of certain sins, or certain way of life, which is not Christian. Well, Jesus did the same thing. Jesus drank wine with them. It doesn't mean he approved of everything they did. Of course not. Just because the Pharisees did not see Jesus publicly condemn prostitutes does, that, does not mean that he did not invite them to a change of heart and a conversion of life in a personal, intimate conversation. Am I quick to condemn? Who am I quick to condemn? Jesus, I know I need to be careful. You said, For as you judge, so will you be judged, and the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. Believe me, I'm not saying that we are to be indifferent towards sin. Not at all. We want to make reparation. We want to be sorry for our sins and the sins of others. And we want also to have Jesus' compassionate heart, merciful heart. And so you and I, through our daily work and our social interactions, we are going to encounter people whose lives are very far from God, whose lifestyles could not really be called Christian. Let's ask, how would Jesus talk to that person? How would he treat that person? How would he pray for him or her? We see Jesus pray. Jesus prayed for us. Would he have a meal with that person? These are things we should reflect on, bring to our prayer. And would Jesus correct this person? Yes. Yeah, but how? In what way? Would Jesus gossip about the person? Absolutely not. So, how can we, Jesus, with your help, we need your grace. We need your grace to be merciful, to take advantage of your mercy, and to see and to see souls. See souls that you love. See souls that you died for on the cross. So may we and this may sound, I mean, this is negative, but anyway, may we learn from the Pharisees of what not to do. In fact, there exists in the English language the adjective Pharisaic or Pharisaical. And the definition is a religious person who is smug and judgmental, especially if his actions prove that he's much less holy 
than he pretends to be. Jesus, help me learn from you. You've come to forgive sin and to call to repentance. And you did it at the personal level, in a merciful way. You did it at a collective level, too, in your preaching, in your teaching. But it always came down to the personal, as it does today. Personal, individual sacramental confession. Personal, individual reception of communion. Our personal prayer. You come to me. You associate with me, who am a sinner. So Jesus, help us learn from you. To have the merciful heart. To spend time with those who need your mercy and forgiveness. So help us see where we may need to have a change of heart. And please give us the grace to be sowers of peace and joy in the world. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of the Korean Martyrs, September 20th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. 
Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. 
His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven. And his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks. To the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is is our our help and and our protector. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The glory of the Lord left the threshold of the temple and rested upon the cherubim. These lifted their wings, and I saw them rise from the earth, the wills rising along with them. They stood at the entrance of the eastern gate of the Lord's house, and the glory of the God of Israel was up above them. These were the living creatures I had seen beneath the God of Israel by the river Chabar, whom I now recognize to be cherubim. Each had four faces and four wings, something like human hands were under their wings. Their faces looked just like those I had seen by the river Chabar. Each one went straight forward. Thus the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, 
It is about your kinsmen, your fellow exiles, and the whole house of Israel that the inhabitants of Jerusalem say. They are far away from the Lord. To us the land of Israel has been given as our possession. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Though I have removed them far among the nations and scattered them over foreign countries, and was for a while their only sanctuary in the countries to which they had gone, I will gather you from the nations and assemble you from the countries over which you have been scattered, and I will restore to you the land of Israel. They shall return to it and remove from it all its detestable abominations. I will give them a new heart and put a new spirit within them. I will remove the stony heart from their bodies and replace it with a natural heart, so that they will live according to my statutes and observe and carry out my ordinances. Thus they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those whose hearts are devoted to the detestable abominations, I will bring down their conduct upon their heads, says the Lord God. Then the cherubim lifted their wings, and the wheels went along with them, while up above them was the glory of the God of Israel. And the glory of the Lord rose from the city and took a stand on the mountain which is to the east of the city. Spirit lifted me up and brought me back to the exiles in Chaldea, in a vision by God's Spirit. Then the vision I had seen left me, and I told the exiles everything the Lord had shown me. The glory of the Lord rose to the threshold of the temple. The temple was filled with a cloud, and the court shone with the glory of the Lord. Then the glory of the Lord went forth from the threshold of the temple. O Jerusalem, how often have I longed to gather your children together, but you refused. Your temple will be left deserted. Then the glory of the Lord went forth from the threshold of the temple. A reading from the final exhortation of Andrew Kim Tigan, Priest and Martyr. My brothers and sisters, my dearest friends, think again and again on this. God has ruled over all things in heaven and on earth from the beginning of time. Then reflect on why and for what purpose he chose each one of us to be created in his own image and likeness. In this world of perils and hardship, if we did not recognize the Lord as our creator, there would be no benefit either in being born or in our continued existence. We have come into this world by God's grace. By that same grace we have received baptism, entrance into the church, and the honor of being called Christians. Yet what good will this do us, if we are Christians in name alone and not in fact? We would have come into the world for nothing. We would have entered the church for nothing. And we would have betrayed even God and His grace. It would have been better never to have been born than to receive the grace of God and then to sin against Him. Look at the farmer who cultivates his rice fields. In season he plows, then fertilizes the earth. Never counting the cost, he labors under the sun to nurture the seed he has planted. When harvest time comes and the rice crop is abundant, forgetting his labor and sweat, he rejoices with an exultant heart. But if the crop is sparse, and there is nothing but straw and husks, the farmer broods over his toil and sweat, 
and turns his back on that field with a disgust that is all the greater the harder he has toiled. The Lord is like a farmer, and we are the field of rice that he fertilizes with his grace and by the mystery of the Incarnation, and the redemption irrigates with his blood in order that we will grow and reach maturity. When harvest time comes, the day of judgment, those who have grown to maturity in the grace of God will find the joy of adopted children in the kingdom of heaven. Those who have not grown to maturity will become God's enemies, and even though they were once his children, they will be punished according to their deeds for all eternity. Dearest brothers and sisters, when he was in the world, the Lord Jesus bore countless sorrows, and by his own passion and death founded his church. Now he gives it increase through the sufferings of his faithful. No matter how fiercely the powers of this world oppress and oppose the church, they will never bring it down. Ever since his ascension and from the time of the apostles to the present, the Lord Jesus has made his church grow even in the midst of tribulation. For the last fifty or sixty years, ever since the coming of the church to our own land of Korea, the faithful have suffered persecution over and over again. Persecution still rages, and as a result many who are friends in the household of faith, myself among them, have been thrown into prison and, like you, are experiencing severe distress. Because we have become the one body, should not our hearts be grieved for the members who are suffering? Because of the human ties that bind us, should we not feel deeply the pain of our separation? But as the scriptures say, God numbers the very hairs of our head, and in his all-embracing providence he has care over us all. Persecution, therefore, can only be regarded as the command of the Lord, or as a prize he gives, or as a punishment he permits. Hold fast, then, to the will of God, and with all your heart fight the good fight under the leadership of Jesus. Conquer again the diabolical power of this world that Christ has already vanquished. I beg you not to fail in your love for one another, but to support one another, and to stand fast until the Lord mercifully delivers us from our trials. There are twenty of us in this place, and by God's grace we are so far all well. If any of us is executed, I ask you not to forget our families. I have many things to say, yet how can pen and paper capture what I feel? I end this letter. As we are all near the final ordeal, I urge you to remain steadfast in faith, so that at last we will all reach heaven and there rejoice together. I embrace you all in love. These are the martyrs who bore witness to Christ. Praising the Lord, they feared no evil. The blood, the blood of, of the, the martyrs, martyrs is, is the, the seed of, of Christians. They are as unknown, yet well-known, as dying, yet living still, as having nothing, yet possessing all things. The, the blood, blood of, of the, the martyrs is the seed of Christians. Christians. Let us pray. O God, who have been pleased to increase your adopted children in all the world, and who made the blood of the martyr St. Andrew Kim Taogong and his companions a most fruitful seed of Christians, grant 
that we may be defended by their help and profit always from their example. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord in His humanity expresses His frustration. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of the Korean Martyrs. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord seems to be saying, There simply is no pleasing you people. It's from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Luke. To what then shall I compare the men of this generation? And what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We piped to you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come, eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, behold, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's pretty amazing how much damage can be done by a loose tongue. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Speech is one of the most precious talents ever bestowed on men by God, a most beautiful gift for the expression of deep thoughts of love and friendship towards the Lord and His creatures. We should not use this gift in an inconsiderate or frivolous way. We should always keep in mind the warning of St. James, that the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The damage it does can come from useless arguments, sarcasm, calumnies. How many friendships have been ruined by tongues out of control? Jesus took care in what he said to other people. I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will render account for every careless word they utter. Idle words spring from an impoverished spirit. An unwillingness to control one's speech is a clear symptom of spiritual lukewarmness. The good man out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil man out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. Our Lord will judge us on how we have used his gifts. After seeing how many people waste their lives without a break, gab, 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 and with all the consequences, I can better appreciate how necessary and lovable silence is. And I can well understand, Lord, why you will make us account for every idle word. The road from sarcasm to calumny is all too short. It is difficult to control one's tongue if one is not trying to live in the presence of God. The Christian ought never to be found saying anything bad about anybody. On the contrary, the Christian should act like Christ, who went about doing good. Part of this doing good is speaking well of others. 
This behavior should reach into the simplest details, such as our manner of greeting others. Our attitude should be, what a joy it is to have met you on my way. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. With souls alert for happiness, we sing the praises which are due to is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has, has robed me with, with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will, I will praise, praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord, who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, 
the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will will praise my God God all the days of my life. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, So through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. God himself is their reward. They live with him forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation, by by the the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who have been pleased to increase your adopted children in all the world, and who made the blood of the martyr St. Andrew Kim Taogon and his companions a most fruitful seed of Christians, grant that we may be defended by their help and profit always from their example. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so we embark on another leg of the journey. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a bit later on this morning. And later yet is Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.